What's up, y'all? Welcome to CO Uncut, a Haitian-American-led podcast, purpose to entertain, relate, support, and educate. With your hosts, Sarah Obama, Jay, and Shirley Door underscore. Jay's gonna do okay. Um, hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to another episode of CEO and Cut. I'm your host, Sarah Obama, aka CEO Obama, ugly old fast game deuce. And I can go like this today because my hand is fine now. Period. My hands are fine. Period. Period. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Shirley Door underscore. I don't have, I don't have a, oh, I can, you know what? Tee <laughs> we'll do that. There was a TikTok, and there was a TikTok that said, "If I put H E H E H E, it's not he he he. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what in the Halloween? It's <laughs> not he he. Uh, so we have a guest today. What makes me special? Like everything? Like I just you know. I was born special. I came out the womb like busting, you know. Anyways, they but not for retirement. No, for real. <laughs> but but um, <laughs> I'm a <laughs> I'm a uh, podcaster, media personality in Canada. I've worked in media for the last seven years. I also have um, my own agency, Slow and Steady, a podcast called Breakdown to Lowdown. I host a radio show over there, also called The Spot. What else do I do? I, I, you know, dibble and dabble in music as well. Um, I do a lot of things, but tonight I am yours for this conversation. So that's what I am today. <laughs> and I'm, you know, shout out to my Zos. Okay, okay. That was a nice little rundown. I feel nice. like you you fit in. You fit into what we do here. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I would, I would hope so. I right. Would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... We're going to get into, um, first, our current events. Um, so let's start with the Nicki Minaj. So Nicki Minaj uh, said that she doesn't want to take the vaccine because she doesn't know what is in it or something like that. And then she said, Asia, really? <laughs> How are you going to be cry- uh, quiet when you're frying chicken? She's literally frying chicken. Y'all hear it? When I do now, yeah, she yo, she wilding. Um, but yeah, so uh, she said she doesn't want to take the she doesn't want to take the vaccine or something like that. And then she said, um, her cousin had to shut down his wedding because he took the vaccine and his one of his testicle testicles almost exploded, and now they had to cancel the wedding. Three newsletter uh, headlines said that Nicki Minaj said that the vaccine causes testicular or something. The CDC wrote a blog about it. They said Nicki Minaj said don't anybody take the vaccine or this, that, and the other. A whole bunch of shit that she did not say. She just said that she does not want to take the vaccine. She didn't tell anybody don't take the vaccine. She just was like, I don't know about it because I feel like, you know, like anybody else would. But because she's a celebrity, it got all the way to fucking England. <laughs> and the England prime minister was like, oh, I've never heard of her. But, uh, yeah, we should definitely be taking the vaccine. Da, 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 da. So everybody's coming at her. And then she got banned from she got blocked on Twitter or something. She was in Twitter jail or some shit like that. 
uh, because they said that she's spreading false information. But she didn't <laughs> spread any information at all. She just said some shit. So yeah, she just being Nikki. I mean, also distracting you from her. Let me stop. Yeah, distracting everybody from the fact that her husband just got acquitted. All that stuff with her husband because he hadn't um he didn't sign in in Los Angeles as a sex offender. Mm -hmm. You know, trying to make us about that. Yeah, she's basically just trying to cover up the charges. He officially had to register as a sex offender, so now she's officially married to a sex offender. Yeah, but that's the wrong way to do it though, because like this. That was a bad but way. She didn't, but she didn't make the headlines have that false information. Nah, but it's a it's a touchy subject right mm -hmm. now. It's just like it, it, it's not the topic I would address if I was trying not to get canceled. Right. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's a it's a conversation that everybody's having. Everybody's like whether or not to get the vaccine, and that is a big discussion that's going on now. So us. I'm just trying to say that you and I, y'all, us together. You haven't heard like celebrities, like top shelf celebrities, A list celebrities, come out with a stance one way or the other about the vaccine. I, I have 10K now. I am officially a, a list celebrity. <laughs> okay. And I definitely, um, I feel like us celebrities should definitely be having the conversation um and then she, and then she was like okay well she didn't know about it or whatever so they invited her to get some more information and then she started asking okay guys what what questions would you know would you want to know because i i obviously don't know and they're going to answer my questions so if if y'all think that i don't know well now i'm going to go get educated but then everybody started clowning her and stuff like that because um i guess she was like uh, you know how people are when you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Maybe they they're not gonna let you live it down. So mm -hmm. I think people just be coming for Nikki for no reason. And I think everybody. But she admitted that she admitted to not. I feel like I feel like the public is so unforgiving. Like she said something that is her personal belief. She did believe that nothing's gonna change that she believed that. Mm -hmm. you guys presented her with new information. She decided to expand her worldview. They say they're going to, you know, I, I know that, um, what's his name? Oof, what's the, the, the white guy, the, the secretary of state, you know, that he, he does like influencer chats, right? So he'll hop on different influencer platforms and tell them the research, tell them things, and then they share it with their audience. So now she's about to get that influencer, whatever, a check-in, right? So she's going to go get educated on it. She's going to do more research. She's going to learn more. But she's being penalized for trying to learn more about something that she clearly was miseducated on. Yeah, I, and I understand what you're saying. I understand what both of you guys are saying. And I actually, I pretty much agree. I just think that in the position that she's in, if you weren't fully educated about it, I would have, especially because she has so much influence. And I think that's probably one of the reasons why she would have got blocked off Twitter because the way that they're doing it is if you have any strong opinion one way or the other and you, and you can't like back it up or you're not a doctor, they're going to, they're going to hush your mouth. You know, they're going to, they're going to quiet silence that. So I feel like if she didn't have all the facts, which, you know, she discussed with us and I know Nikki actually talks to her fans and to the people as if, as a regular person, you know, she uses her Twitter as 
as I would use is, the and, and is, she is absolutely, but it's just that to her she is, and she's using her Twitter normally. However, to the rest of the world, she's you're still Nicki Minaj, and and you have influence, even though you are talking to maybe just a few fans that are responding. The amount of times this is going to get retweeted is it's going to be seen by millions of people. It's not just you and I. What happened, Cheryl? You alright? Chat. What What's up? Girl, Karen just dropped her side of the court documents. Well, we're not done with the new part yet. Okay. <laughs> As we speak, I try to like keep up with everything so I can put out new information. It it just like popped up on my TL like literally 40 sec 47 seconds ago. And I was like, Yikes. she's shaking well, the table. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh Nicki Minaj, yeah, she is gonna be it is gonna be seen by millions of people, but we we can't first of all, we can't take what celebrities say, especially that's not her field. So whatever she tweets is technically entertainment. Whatever she tweets is technically entertainment because her job is entertainment. She's a she's a singer, so she's entertaining. She's not a doctor. So anybody anybody who's listening or going to Nicki Minaj for facts is kind of like the parents that are trying to say, oh, like the the artist shouldn't be cursing and stuff like that. Kids listen to you. Like that's not my fault. You came to me for things that I don't know. So. I get that, but at the end of the day, she she is a regular person, and just because she's a celebrity, her social media is to be social. So if she wanted to talk about something or whatever, even if she don't know, we spill fake facts all day, and I get that it's going to be retweeted by millions, but I can post something stupid, and they get reposted by millions by accident. I can go viral by accident. So Yeah, I just, yeah that's, I just, that's fine. It's just, she could do what she wants. It's just she has to know that the repercussions for her wouldn't be the same as it was for me. She's it's gonna people are gonna react differently. She can do what she wants, she can say what she wants. It is her social media. It's just it's never gonna be the same as if you know, you know, Joe Blow from across the street tweeted. Yeah, but I don't think it should it it should have been that way. Like it shouldn't have been blown out of proportion the way because she didn't she didn't I agree like, with you for the headlines for sure. That that was you know way too much. Yeah. But you know, I've so that I've always said to myself that if if celebrity status ever happened, I might not like it. I might just dumb myself down because if I can't express myself without people coming for me, what's the point? Of it's That's people important. come for you, but people come for you now. That's the thing. Imagine being a celebrity. Imagine on a large scale, because like sometimes you can take the, the three, four people that are coming at you when you're arguing with them back and forth. Because it be the same people that I don't argue with. They just be arguing with themselves. Imagine, I've seen you go back and forth. It's quite hilarious. Right. Like yourself well. You do. Like what do you what do you guys want? It's always the same people. And I value people's opinion about my opinion, but you're not gonna have me going up and down the internet arguing about my opinion. My opinion stays true, it's an opinion. I start mm -hmm. muting them and I'm about to start blocking them, let me completely honest. Because <laughs> they get on my nerves. The people that I be going back and forth with, it's the same people too. It's the, it's same. the same. I just don't say anything. I just be like, I I I started saying I respect your opinion because 
clearly you don't like mine. So yeah. what's me responding to you going to do? You going to still, after the last time I had an argument with someone, I didn't have an argument with a person. He said something and then he told me I need to take it down. I told him respectfully, don't tell me what to do on my side of the internet. And he felt some type of way. And I was like, you're allowed to feel some type of way. I'm going to still do what I want. And I choose on my Twitter to post what I want. Yep. Period. Yeah. Listen. Period. And you're better than me because I don't respect their opinions. Like, get the fuck off my <laughs> You don't have to follow me. You don't have to follow me. That's true. He just That's followed true. me. That's true. He had just followed me. He followed me literally six hours before he went He went amiss. I was and just the like, thing that makes me mad the most is my page is not private, so you didn't have to follow me. Not one bit. You could have done. You could have. You could have went on there without it. You could have. That's the reason why I leave mine on private or non whatever the word is. You know, for that. That's what, so y'all lurkers can lurk. It's for you. You know, it's like it. You don't have to come. You know, in my DMs acting crazy because, like, I mean, I'm just show people will. We'll do it all the time when people write in. But the, the difference with those people is I don't know them. Like if it's somebody I know that's coming from me, like I've had I had situations with different radio hosts or whatever. Like in the, initially when I had started and people were like, oh, like this style is a little similar to this. And there was this really there was this one. Can I cuss? Yeah. There was this one punk ass nigga that he was just like, he was tripping. Like he convinced himself that he invented a radio format uh that i was biting for sure i'm like yo like everybody does their show like this like it has nothing to do with you no one is looking at you i wasn't even thinking about this he made like 15 posts and i'm like at the one point i was like you're talking to yourself you're you're communicating with yourself because people i'm not like yeah people need to relax i don't feed well, into stuff um, yeah well i'm I'm different. Usually I'll go back and forth for a second and then I'm gonna leave you on red because then I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fucking annoyed. Cause I don't get mad. And once I start seeing that I'm annoyed, I'm like, I have control over this space right here, and mm -hmm. I'm about to ignore your ass. So now I put them in, I I like they don't they're restricted, so I can't even see their stuff. But I was like, now I'm thinking I'm like, yo, I should just block them. Like they getting on my nerves. Um, so I might block them. Thank you for that mm -hmm. insight, guys. Um <laughs> so second, uh, second current event. So apparently, Karen Civil and Jesse Wu. Shirley, would you like to explain what's that? Because I was still reading the paragraph. What was the breakdown on that? Because I I've seen some, but I don't really know the extent of that situation. Sure. Um, sure. So, so I I've been watching. This is a developing story. <laughs> So I'm <laughs> right here first. <laughs> In progress. So I I have um what the fuck now Haitians are trending. Okay, so I I I woke up this morning to see Miss Jessica Wu, uh Jessica Fire, Jessica, what's her last name? Just um, um posting a video. She posted a video on Instagram of her talking about the Clinton presidency. And there was a picture of Karen Civil with Hillary Clinton. So in the past, Jessica, Jesse and Karen were close friends, like booty partners. Out of nowhere, booty partners disappear, whatever. So after she posted that video, Karen responds 
on Twitter saying we're gonna go live about this at 1:30, whatever. And um, things kind of like way off. No one's talking, and then uh, Karen finally goes live like a Haitian two hours later. And <laughs> she goes live two hours later, and she starts. She she basically starts talking about how. You know, there was a discussion about Karen stealing their podcast name because she had a podcast with these two girls. Mm. And I got her and the two girls, Jesse and the two girls fell off. So her podcast co-host is on Karen Civil's Live talking about the situation. So I'm like, okay, now, Jesse, it's always you. It's always you. People always hate you. Always. There's always somebody not liking Jesse. She's always losing friends. I ain't gonna lie to you. A lot of times when people are opinionated and they don't sit quietly, a lot mm -hmm. of people just don't like them. But it might not be them. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's not them. I don't, like, I don't like Jesse Wu like that, but, but I'm just saying that. Yeah, I'm kind of on, on, on your of your opinion there because a lot of people come out, and I'm she's not my favorite person either. But, like, I'm not going to sit there and bash the girl like I've seen certain people do. I think there's something about a powerful woman who asserts herself yeah. that scares people. I, I can feel the pain because, like, a lot of the times I I get I don't I've never been in social media jail because obviously what I say is very politically correct. But in my own opinion, but a lot of the times like I remember being on a spaces on Twitter and in the space, the guy was like, who is that? And the girl was like, oh, that's Shirley, the owner of this and this and this and that. And he's like, is that the one that the boys always arguing with on Twitter? And then he, and then she was like, I guess if that's what you know her for. And then he goes, Shirley, I don't like you. And I don't like the way that you be talking about Haiti on social media. Not about Haiti, but he said, I don't like, I don't, I don't like your opinions, but I will respect the fact that you never, you never argue with people. You don't, you don't cuss nobody out. You keep things very classy. So I will say I respect you for that. Right. So coming from someone who doesn't even have any like clout because I'm so opinionated and I don't err on the safe side on Twitter, I always get like fire thrown my way like I'm not talking about sex I'm not talking about I literally talk about what happens and give you my opinion and people hate that shit so she's obviously not social media's favorite person doesn't matter where she is the neighborhood mm -hmm. talk the shade room mm -hmm. all these other like gossip oriented platforms don't really fuck with Jesse like that and they will always err on putting her out versus putting the truth out so she decides Karen decides to have this Instagram live where she's talking about, I'm all about Haitian women empowerment. Me and Jesse Wu are good. You know, we had a private conversation. We're good now. Um, my podcast is not a, a baby of her podcast. It was literally just a name that we came up with and that's it. It's not the same. We don't talk about the same stuff. You know, although we're both in media, we're not talking about the same stuff, blah, blah, blah. So she's trying to be the bigger person in the conversation. Mm -hmm. Jesse Wu, on the other hand, I like hate a bigger person. I ain't gonna lie to you, but go ahead. <laughs> Jesse Wu, I like hate a bigger person. I hate the bigger person. Jesse Wu, the bigger person. Scorpio that she is, she go on social media and she she posts the first post, which she deleted, because I hate. I knew she was gonna delete it, so I screenshot it real quick. <laughs> she said, bitches losing court, they wanna hop on live talking about mm -hmm. Haitian women empowerment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know her PR. I 
I know her PR is gonna say delete that bitches. Who you call you calling Karen Civil a bitch? Oh boy. Okay. So Karen, so then after that, she decides to be on the next. And she called her a loser. And she called her a loser. She called her a loser. So then she posts the court documents that that said that um Karen Civil lost in court. And um Karen Was it regarding the, the podcast? No, it's in regards to well in the in the comment section, Jesse said that Karen Civil fake booked her with a non-existent company to gain personal information from Jesse and to um hit Jesse with an extortion case um case for three million dollars. So basically it sounds to me, it sounds like someone booked Jesse. Jesse went on that show, talked mad shit about Karen, but it was Karen covering up, pretending to be a company. Mm. Okay. So then she says that just that Karen had it recorded to pass the video around the industry so that she can embarrass and intimidate um, Jesse. So they went to court for it and the court uh, sided with Jesse. And um, now Karen owes Jesse court um, court fees. They don't, she don't owe her three million. She making it seem like she owe her three million. She just owe her her court fees and any money she lost from having to do the case. Mm. So then, while you know, while you guys are talking, like my Twitter notifications, I have like specific words turned on so I can see it. Um, Karen hits her with a countersuit, basically. And she says she submits a slap motion, which which was already submitted. So Jesse's, if in, in the the screenshot of Jesse's documentation, Jesse's documentation has said like seven o'clock in the morning, and then Karen's said nine thirty. So that means right after Jesse had said that she won, she didn't realize if she did. I don't know if she didn't realize or she just didn't think that Karen was going to come back with the the opposition karen goes and says now hush and we'll and i'll see you on november 11th so but i thought she said she was cool with her and they had a conversation on the live at four exactly exactly Mm. exactly that's why i don't like a bigger person so i was like you said that you guys are cool right so i guess she didn't think that jesse's gonna come up and pull up like no we ain't cool bitch but trying to keep it cordial we good now we cool we chilling and then, oh God, this is so petty. So the internet is out here talking about. And that's why I like when things go public. Everybody mm. keeps talking about, saying, oh, keep it private, keep it <laughs> private or whatever. But if you kept it private, she probably would have been like saying, that's yeah, true. we're cool, we're cool, we're cool. But they weren't really cool like that. Right. That right. is ridiculous. So so Karen is, is countersuing. She 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 said she she hit her with a slap motion, which is appealing the denial of her motion. So, hmm. usually that isn't that just done to kind of delay things. I think she was just it's that's just pushing your court date back, in my opinion. Mm. Oh, I don't know about I don't know about court, but um, damn, but. So- but so wait, wait, wait. Okay, it so might Karen... turn into a defamation case because she publicly put the information out. So I feel like mm-hmm. she put the slap notice because Karen, because Jesse was defaming her, which is what she's doing right now. 
and the kid got so what is the defaming? like posting facts is defaming i don't i don't think it's i don't think she was posting facts though because if you post that you put in the comments you called her a loser already you're you're fucking oh shit. that's an opinion so that, that's slander <laughs> opinion you're trying to damage she's trying to damage the reputation of Karen publicly. Uh, technically, Karen lost the lawsuit. But she didn't go on social media. She didn't go on social media telling and, like yeah and like expose herself. Rude yeah. to Jesse and saying Jesse, you know, she could have been like Shakari. You know how Shakari, Shakari get mad and she talked mad shit. She could have been like Shakari, which would be defamation. But instead, I, I honestly, Karen didn't say nothing. Jesse started a fire by putting she could have chose anything to talk about Hillary Clinton. Why you choose a picture of Hillary Clinton and Karen? <laughs> knowing you and Karen have a court. You 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 literally this morning you had court with her. This morning. This morning. My it's, it's, it's yeah, unnecessary. But this, but this post that said bitches losing losing court, talking about whatever, whatever. Um, this one don't got no picture, ain't got no names. No, 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 no. She said she she literally put Karen Civil in the caption. Not not this one. The next one. <laughs> what you talking about? The the second one that said post. So she did two. She did three. I'm oh, sure boy. she post. I'm sure she posting all day. The first one was a video of her talking about how the Clintons. <laughs> she put hashtag me. all Karens ain't white. Right. And she literally put a picture that says October 2015, Hillary Clinton and Karen Civil. Yikes. Hey man, oh. like you know, listen. Listen, I fucks with it. I fucks with just I, I side with Jesse Wu here. Um, thank you for putting it out in public. Um, I, I I usually I would be on the side of Karen Civil, but I feel like there's a lot of people who just don't want to side with you because you be loud. And I'm a loud person, and I'm about to. I'm. I stick. I'm sticking beside her. <laughs> I'm gonna stick beside. I'm sticking beside my... her and Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj posted something too, and I had posted it on my um on my Instagram. Um, it was saying um, it said something about you uh, y'all uh, something about Malcolm X. Like everybody's always um, everybody's always like backing up Malcolm X for. For being outspoken, but if he was alive today, y'all would have told him keep it private or stuff like that. Like y'all mm -hmm. always cowards to talk. Like y'all always cowards to voice your opinions and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. y'all really don't be like backing up the people who actually be loud and stand for what they stand for, and they're not about to tolerate nothing. Every time, every time somebody like talks about their opinion or or their experience or something like that, especially in the Haitian community, they be like, "Yo, keep that in private." Yo, when I saw Jay Style coming for somebody, I was excited. I was like, yes, he came for somebody on Facebook. And everybody's like, no, keep it to yourself. Talk to him in private. Just DM that person. Nah, you think that I ain't already trying to DM this person? This person disrespecting mm -hmm. the fuck out of me. I'm coming for your ass in public. I'm letting you know. Find me. Because I, if I find your ass, you getting it. Mm -hmm. Right. So. I think I think I, I don't know if it had to go public. I think once it becomes something that's in the court, it didn't need to be. But well, technically, it's in public if it was in court, unless there was unless it was like an NDA or something like that. I like, mean, like if you signed, if you signed, obviously, if you have people researching it, 
Um, it's wild. I think it's a time and a place. I think there's a time for, as you said, for something to be made public. And there's times where you don't need to take that shit public. And I think that this was one of those times where it just ended up making her look worse than she needs to look. I feel like it's her social media. That's what she decided. Because when you when you about to post something, your status says, what's on your mind? If mm -hmm. that was on your mind and you feel like that's what you want to bring up and that's what you want to talk about today, it is your platform and it is your right to post whatever the hell you felt like was bothering you that day. It, whether it's bothering you, whether it's not, whatever you want to post on your page, you should be able to post on your page because that's what you want to talk about. That's what you got on your mind and that's what you want to express then do you but i mean and everything you're saying is correct but it's like i said before like that's her right to post that but it's also karen's right to file you know a defamation suit like if that's what she wants to do right she can speaking of defamation whoever cleaned up this uh this uh rumor i heard it for a split uh, a for quick I think it was it was like five seconds. My I couldn't even find it. I googled it, could not find the tweet or nothing. Like, what was that? I wonder how much money they got. So, so there was a rumor that Russell, what's his last name? Russell, Russell Wilson. What? Wilson. Wilson. Because I keep saying Westbrook for some reason. Oh, there's okay. a lot of Russells. I was like, it could go anywhere. Like, it could have been Russell Simmons. It could have been. It could have been any Russell. But um. They said that he had a like a child with somebody. Like Ooh. there's a rumor that he had a a, a baby with someone. Oh no! And I saw first of all, I I saw it from niggas because you know niggas is ready to get oh they are ready out the paint. They are right? waiting. Yo, the what you call it? Future Hive. Future Hive was in. It was ready. <laughs> <laughs> they were ready. <laughs> Future Hive was ready. So they're on ready. Like, they're not ready for him and for Stephen Curry. They they're just like they're waiting. Yo, they said they got um who did they say they got out the paint? They post they posted somebody and they got that nigga out of the paint. And then they said they they crossed out uh they said just because of the rumors, they crossing out Russell Russell <laughs> Wilson. And they said they they waiting for the last nigga and the last the the boss of the stage is Papoose. <laughs> <laughs> is that, Pop, Pop Pop is gonna be hard to get out of here. I mean, he waited eight years. You also got I mean, you got Obama, which you know he he's like one of the standards. Mm. You know, black men don't cheat. Yo, mm -hmm. they, said they they tried to get the day we find out Sir Barack Obama done cheated on Michelle. I'm, I've always been the niggas ain't shit crew, never left, but um, <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna be like this every day to chat. Nigga ain't shit, <laughs> right off the thing, your crib. You should have paid my rent. Mm. Yo, they trying to get Pap out of here, bro. Yo. They ain't gonna get Pap out of here. Pap but yo, what did they say about Russell? They said he had a baby. Oh, they said he had a baby. They said he had a baby. Um, some like he's rumored to have some girl pregnant and then it disappeared as quickly as it came. That's some FBI shit. Yeah. So what happened? So what happened was somebody else on the team was caught cheating and had a baby by somebody else. And then some girl decided to say that she too had a thing with Russell and cheated and had a baby with Russell. 
So part of the story is apparently that he he was just caught in the backfire of Richard Sherman's scandal. And so that put him in the scandal. So, yeah. What is That's that, Selena Powell? What the fuck is going on? So the Instagram model, it's an Instagram model. Oh, it's an Instagram model. Rena Wetzberg for being Sherman's side chick and getting pregnant by him. So she was she gets pregnant by his teammate. Well, yeah, I was about to say I know this name. That's a football player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so she claims that her best friend fucked Russell and is mm. pregnant by him. Mm. Y'all believe that? Nope. Because that shit disappeared so quick. That yeah. shit disappeared so fucking quick. As soon as I, mean, I they got money to make it disappear, but I even I just don't believe it. As soon but as I, think I saw Future Hive going ham, <laughs> it got quiet. But here's the tweet. So the tweet is from this girl named Damn It Man. Damn it, man. And her name is Daddy Lucci, whatever. So she says, Y'all out here fucking with married men thinking that shit cute. Sure, you owe no loyalty, but you two brides should have some morals. Y'all wanted a bag. Didn't Brittany Renner tell y'all to get a single athlete? She didn't mean a married one. I see you, Rena Westberg, tags her. And then she tagged, and then that's day that's one tweet. The second tweet, she says, Hey, Rena Westberg, you care to tell us what married man you were sleeping with to get pregnant? And then she, the subtweet says, you're posting all this religious leadership quotes. This is unforgivable. God don't like ugly. Remember what happened to the harlots mentioned in the Bible. So. Yeah, but what you call it? The the Bible. I, I, I don't like when people like start talking about the Bible because the Bible don't make no sense because what, what happened to the man? No. Who was cheating? Why is it always, oh, the women are tempting the men and all this other nonsense? Like, y'all never have the same energy, but y'all had the same energy for the only reason y'all had energy because we didn't, I still haven't even heard about the first cheater. The <laughs> only reason y'all was going ham is because it was Russell Wilson. Because he's giving women hope. And y'all don't want women to have that hope. is so true. Speak on it. Y'all don't mm. want women to have hope. And now y'all trying to come for, for papoose and shit like that. Like y'all are wild. Bars. Like, let me tell I remember my ex, he used to hate Steph Curry. And I would just be like, I was just like, why do you hate this man? Why? He's like, he's too perfect. He like loves his wife, loves his children, plays basketball, no tattoos. Like, what? 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 That doesn't make any sense. You right. right. He's setting the bar too high. Is that that's a, that's, that's hater behavior? That's that's hate. damn a whole hater behavior. That's hater behavior. Why you hate somebody because they too perfect? Like, <laughs> why y'all hate people because they happy? They just and, and then they love futures like yes, disrespect women, love it, love it. Oh, future hive, yo, they in the hive. Yeah. This shit don't make no sense. And then it it brought up. It brought up Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's situation. Oh, when he had the the baby on a on a break, break baby. Infamous. Baby. What the, I don't I don't know what's wrong with that though. Like we're not well, together. Well, were they? But the thing break, is, were they on a break? A break means that you're together. No, <laughs> a break means you're broken <laughs> up. Then you you can't take a break up. from a relationship to go fuck other people. You that that's not no no break, no if if it's a break 
they still together. Yo, they say, yo, yo, let's take a What time are the conditions out. of the break? Because that's, that's, that's what people, because y'all. If you're playing basketball and you play timeout, <laughs> you can't go home. And go, you and can't go take a nap. You can't time out your relationship. The game, you that's that's a good point. The game is still going on. However, whatever you do in the timeout, like if you take a few shots, then you know you can't. He can't, be he can't be penalized for fucking someone when you were the the intentions of the break is to not be with each other. So I truly I don't get the concept of a break, so I can't even really because if we don't break, we gonna break up. Because I don't get that. Well, yeah, me too. I'm never, I'm never going on a break. If you, if you love me enough to let me go, I'm never coming back. We had that discussion on one of these podcasts. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not ever going on a break ever. But if you're on a break, if we say, yo, let's, let's take some time apart and we'll come back. We'll come back. Y'all technically still kind of tied together it's not like y'all broken up y'all still mad like the assumption is you wouldn't get another woman pregnant but wait it's another situation but what if you're in that break and you find the love of your life so then then you you tell that nigga hey you remember i was having that break (laughs) it's permanent now (laughs) (laughs) that's convenient yeah we're just gonna add the up it's yeah yeah it's permanent now <laughs> like, oh, you thought I was saying break? I meant break up. Yeah, yeah. We're. I'm sorry for not clarifying. I... Yeah, that was I a breakdown of communication, but we broke up. We I would like to cancel this subscription. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, I'm not. Like you, you postponing your payment? You postponing the payment? <laughs> but then you're like, you know what? I ain't paying this shit at all. Mm-mm. So no, that's when you like. So they kind of still together, and then on top of that, I don't think they were on a. On a break for real. I feel like I don't that's like an either. excuse. They probably were in a fight because they too grown to be on break. Break is shit that you do in like in high school, college. You don't do breaks. I never believed the break. I think they had a bit a fight, and they she was like, "Get the fuck out!" And he went and impregnated some young lady, and mm-hmm. the excuse was that's what happened. Break. I don't. I don't believe it was a a, a break. Uh, what you call it the whole the whole time like she she's done a lot of interviews on stuff like that they never said that oh yeah we had the conversation and we decided to to have a no it just she just be like oh yeah we were on a break yeah but how did the break happen ma'am like what does that even mean so that and then people keep saying that they're a power couple and I, i i keep trying to tell people stop making other people's couples your mm-hmm. goals because that shit don't make no sense. It's not what it's supposed to give. Yana Taylor and her husband is goals. They goals? They're not goals. I don't want to be them. I just I just admire their relationship. Maybe that's why you I can do that. that. But you, you know as long you as you see. know in the back of your mind one day they might disappoint you. You oh, admire no. what you see. No I admire what I see but I'm on definitely cheated on Sierra, but I mean that's Sierra. I'm on definitely to on Tiana. Like they, they if you if you watch one of their interviews, um he said that he said something about he put her through hell and he put on her purpose hell. to see if she was worth it. On purpose to see if she was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it, but <laughs> he put her through he put her through hell and back and she and she stuck by his side or something. I'm gonna find an interview and I'm gonna like record a snippet. 
but that was that, that was definitely a a plug to I done fucked up in this relationship and she still took me back. Yeah, I mean, it's strong possibility it could be cheating. It could be something else, but probably cheating. And they definitely fucking women together. Tiana. Oh yeah. Fucking, yeah. She, she has to be fucking women with him. It just doesn't make sense. They have to. They, they, he, I remember him talking about how I guess I, maybe he's over that now, but how uncomfortable threesomes made him uh, on the Breakfast Club, and how he wasn't really here for it. And I was like, hmm. yeah, because he did get mad. There is once I don't know how I caught this comment, but Tiana posted a picture of her with her face in another woman's face, and she was she posted something where she was like, oh, I like it like that or something. And I mom's in the comment like, hey yo, chill. What do you mean, chill, my nigga? Like, relax. Relax. I actually talk to men who don't like love threesomes. It's not a, it's not a thing that they all like go crazy mm -hmm. for. They just some some of them are like it, it's hard to give attention to both of y'all. I'm like, well, give the attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> and T Tiana seems like she's the one who needs to split her attention. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. Oh Jesus! I don't remember what the topic was. That's crazy. <laughs> we didn't get to the topic yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, we were we were still on current events. So now we're all going to the topic. Topic. <laughs> hey guys, this is Jay. Uh, wanted to thank you guys for listening to this episode. And if you have a business, a brand, or a product that you'd like promoted on the next episode of Seal Uncut, just shoot us a DM on Instagram or an email at sealuncutpod at gmail.com. Got it? All right, cool. Back to the show. Now we'll go to the topic. So this month is Suicide Prevention Month. Suicide Prevent Suicide Prevention Month. So I wanted to have a, a conversation about um basically like suicide. So look, Shirley always writes stuff like a like a book. It's a full sentence. I ought to just put like bullet points. <laughs> Uh, so suicide is like so as essay like, but go ahead. Yeah, you got, but you got full sentences in here, bro. Like, I, you see what I be putting stuff? Look, oh, the shit I, I put earlier. You. Nicki Minaj being lied on. I don't even have a period on there. Nothing. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So uh, yeah. Go ahead. So no, girl. I want you to speak from passion because when you come oh well, I was gonna I was gonna read what you wrote first. Okay. I was gonna read the the, the definition. Look, I sure okay. we got the definition. In okay, I'll write, okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So uh, September fifth through September eleventh is National Suicide Prevention Week, and then the month is National Suicide Prevention Month. So this is September. So the purpose of um, suicide prevention month is to bring awareness to people who struggle with suicidal thoughts, ideations, and attempts or actually um, follow through with suicide. So and just coming from like a therapist um, perspective, I always get asked for people who are not familiar because I do work with Caribbean populations. They're like, well, what is that? So suicide is defined as death that's caused by self-directed self-harm injurious behavior with the intent of dying um and so as a result you create like a behavior of suicide 
it's an attempt when it's not fatal, aka you didn't die, and it's self-directed and there was potential injury from your intent to die. So a suicide attempt might not always result in injury. So some people may burn themselves, but there's no scarring. Some people might cut themselves, but there's no, there's no like evidence of the cut or whatever. And then there's ideations, which is suicidal thoughts, where you're thinking about or considering or planning to harm yourself to where you die. Okay. So um, where I wanted to kind of take this is uh, kind of give resources to the people who um, are thinking about suicide. Um, yeah. And then also, if you guys wanted to share any stories, if you've had mm -hmm. any thoughts or attempts or anything like that. Um, right. I think I did kind of talk about mine on the podcast one time. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe I put it on social media. I'm not sure. It was both. It was both. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, but did I, did I tell the story? I don't you think didn't I tell did. the story. You told um, the story on your, sto on your Instagram story you did. Oh, probably. Um, but I've had a couple, well, not a couple, like I've had suicidal thoughts because I, I was suffering from um, depression for a long time. Uh, as a like teenager and stuff like that, moving back and forth, having issues with my parents, um, being kicked out, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the last attempt, um, I th I remember saying it. Um, it was right after a conference. It was right after a conference, um, and I attempted to swallow a whole bottle of <clears throat> something. I don't remember what it was. It was, it was got to be like Motrin, ibuprofen, or something like that, in yeah. hopes that I overdose and just pass out. Um, my ex from down south took like a Greyhound all the way to Orlando and came and basically like you know make sure I drank water and stuff like that. So it didn't like it was an attempt. Um, but then I got. Therapy, I've been in therapy before, but I had not been in therapy at the time. Um, but then I started going to therapy and that kind of helped me. Um, the actual story, it's, it's a whole bunch of factors. For me, it was not just like one single thing. It was just like a whole bunch of factors. And then it just ended up being like, like that day was like, yo, I'm done. Um, but I do want to say that like, I'm glad that I'm here now. Um, and I'm sure there are a lot of people that 10 K people on TikTok that are glad that I'm here now because, um, uh, they, they enjoy me what, much more than my Instagram followers. So y'all ain't getting me a 10 K, but y'all work, <laughs> y'all work on that. Oh, you're saying you got 10 K on TikTok. Yes. <laughs> I didn't get what you were saying. Okay. Curly just got it. She it just clued in. It, it, the train I just made it. Talking about because she's been claiming me on my ten k, so that's why I thought she was still referring to my ten k. Oh no, I'm um, part of the crew. I'm part of the crew now. I, I posted I posted the ten k on TikTok, um, on Instagram, and I said, "Yo, swipe up." 
I saw they already got rid of y'all swipe up. So now it's boring. Oh, I still got mine. Oh, I saw somebody post a link. I was like, oh, tragic. This is ghetto. <laughs> this is ghetto. My dog been working hard. You deserve that 10 cases. No, I'm saying not even. You've been authentic. I don't even think it's working hard. I think you've just been you've been yourself. People respond to that. Mm-hmm. Not as much as on Instagram because they they playing. Maybe Instagram is about, public. Instagram is about Instagram is about like glorifying luxury lifestyles and it's shopping. appearances. Yeah, it's all about appearance. Don't TikTok worry, I got my so far back. TikTok Instagram is gonna get, <laughs> Instagram won't get that so far back. TikTok is real people. Oh, I love this girl. <laughs> real people real life it's interesting because the things that i post on tiktok will go viral on instagram and then they won't go viral on tiktok it's like the the the, the potential is so weird see but your audience i think it's the way your audience is set up though right so the moment i like when i posted that video of chap instagram received it better than tiktok but when i post date nights on tiktok tiktok receives mm-hmm. it better than instagram mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know which which ones be are gonna do good. So I I post on both, but of course I post more on TikTok. Yeah. Um, and then like I'll have reserves, so then every day I post on Instagram. But some like shit is weird. Like you don't know what's gonna go. <laughs> that that is also true. So it's very hard to predict. Well, it's because what you got? Charlie's a social media marketer, so she be like checking the algorithms i just be posting stuff that i <laughs> not for myself i don't care about nothing when when i tell you i don't care about nothing on my instagram i post stuff mm-hmm. that i want to watch when i tell you i be on social media just to see what i post <laughs> my 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 influencer friends be like how the hell do you get brand partnerships you just post whatever i said child somebody out there gonna pay you for something and apparently i post what i feel what i feel like and then if I notice you like it, I'll do it more. But then if I get tired of it, I, you know, for instance, I stopped caring. Like I stopped posting what people wanted and I just started posting what I felt like posting. I quit the influencer industry probably for like a good three months, but. I post stuff so I could watch. I'd be rewatching my stuff. I'd be like, yo, that girl funny, yo. <laughs> Well, I will say your story was really touching, inspiring, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that you're still here. Yeah. Having just met you today, but <laughs> uh, who would like to go next to share? Um, suicidal ideation. So I I don't remember my last ideation, but I I don't remember anything about it because I was in high school. But I do remember telling someone about it. So that I think that's probably the one piece that I want to bring out is that it's it's okay to talk about suicide. I think I what I can recall is I couldn't stand my family. I was just like, man, these people are annoying. They're driving me crazy. I feel like a, I feel like a maid. It's like what's the what's the point of? So I guess I would say I had suicidal ideations. I actually never like attempted anything. But I was definitely like, what's the point of being alive if people tell you you're not going to make it anyways? And so I think I talked to someone about it. I think it was a boyfriend or whatever. And we found like common ground. Like we felt the same way about life. We were both adopted. So we pretty much like hated life together. Um, And I thought 
I thought of, I think it's called passive thoughts in, in therapy, like when you're passively thinking about it, but you have no plan, you never looked at anything to try to do anything. So sorry, you said you had a boyfriend that you guys were both, I'm sorry, I missed the person that you were. Yeah, I had a, I had a, a boyfriend, a boyfriend. He, he was actively suicidal, I think. I don't remember much about it. Was it like trauma bonding? I think we were trauma bonding. Yes, that's exactly what we did. And um, after telling him, I no longer had the thought because his problems were worse than mine. And I I felt like I had no reason to try to think about Mm. passively harming myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I haven't had a thought since then, thankfully. Wow, amen. Mm -hmm. Still Um, hate my family, though. Sorry? Uh, I still hate my family, though. I feel you on that. (laughs) <laughs> listen we don't choose them and you know, that, that's I think that's the issue because <laughs> a lot of people if they could you know, listen I'm not going to get into the whole family thing but um, I, w- I didn't know that this was going to be a topic until like I checked my email like a, like an hour ago um, so I, I definitely was like okay I don't know if I was prepared for this but of course I think as anybody I have stories about that i want to first say for anybody who is going to listen because i know like this is probably like a trigger warning to some people especially if you've had serious thoughts currently or in the past or any attempts um something that i've been really wrestling with over the last few months is the fact that we're all kind of just doing our best Mm -hmm. and hoping for the best like not none of us know what we're doing we're all just trying and the topic the that sentence came to me really um, as I have a family member who is battling um, dementia right now, and she, you know, she, I don't say too much about it, but it one of another one of my family members kind of like hinted. I was like, oh well, you know, so and so had caused a lot of trauma and drama in the family, so this is you know maybe it's some kind of karma type of thing, and I remember when that person said it, it really hit me in a way because it was like, I really don't think that that's how karma works. And I feel like the way that, the same way that you, you know, are thinking that they affected you in a certain way, you know, she may have felt a different way about like things that were happening to to her. And it really got me thinking about how we interact with each other and human interaction. Like, yo, but we really don't know what people are going through. And it's like, you're, you're saying that you're like, you don't know that that person might have been doing their best in that situation for them. And, and I, and I really try to hold off judgment on, on things like that. So whoever is listening and feels like, you know, I've done, you know, they feel maybe they're holding guilt. Maybe they are, you know, holding feelings of inadequacy and things like this. I want, I really want them to know that everybody goes through it and they're not alone for real and it's corny as hell but there really is somebody out there that loves you there are people that love you and there's people that you can talk to that that's first and foremost before i i talk about my own experiences but um yeah you know i've i've dealt with it um it's not like a, a easy thing for me to talk about necessarily i would say there are two times where i've seriously had the idea as myself and then there are other times where I feel like I've had the idea not as myself. And I would say that's when I was um, taking birth control because I felt like I wasn't myself on, on birth control uh, uh, on a certain brand of of BC because 
at the time where I was taking it regularly, I was taking, I was doing grad school, I was taking night courses. And I remember like, like driving to school, like after work and I'd be like, I could just drive off this bridge right now. It was really like, it was really like dark thoughts. It was just like, you know, I should just do it. And um, I couldn't, like nobody understood why I was feeling that. And I'm, I'm like, I remember like the day I stopped taking those pills, it was like a whole new person. So I don't count those ones, but there, there are, there were some, well, two times where I seriously considered it. I, I, I seriously could be like, you know, I was like, you know, this could be my last night. I could, I could, I could do that today. It would be much easier. It would be much simpler. Um, and I wouldn't have to worry about it, you know? And it's like, oh, like, you know, how's your family gonna react? How are your people gonna react? And I was just like, I don't care. I was like, I don't care. Like I could do that and they would deal with the aftermath and I would, at least I would be out of this. And thankfully, um, out of those so it was more of a, uh, because I know sometimes people, people are always trying to say, oh, think of the other people who care about you, who love you. Um, and I guess that works with people who feel like, like they have suicidal thoughts regarding like, oh, nobody would care if I was gone, but more of a, I just don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, it was, it was more of that second one, but also kind of like, they'll be better off anyways. So yeah, it might hurt in the beginning, mm -hmm. but I felt like, I guess when I, when I was at that point, I felt like a hindrance, like, oh, well, I'm not really helping them, you know, like mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm failing as to what I'm supposed to be. So it doesn't matter anyways, if I were gone, this is, this is like, y'all are getting a lot. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. You good. Like, but yeah, so it was more like, you know, I'm, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be. It was a, it was a quick one night. Both of them were one night and it didn't happen again for years, but uh, I always found it very interesting. The situations that triggered it versus other times in my life where I felt like, Oh, I've been down and dark. Like, you know, I thought I'd be the type of person like, you know, after a breakup, oh, you're suicidal because, you know, this love uh -huh. left. And I was, it was never over a man. It was never over like those type of things. So it's quite interesting how that, how that works. And yes, I, I have done therapy and I encourage everybody yeah. to be in yes. therapy, especially um, black folks, especially in our communities and, you know, the Caribbean, um, the diaspora as well. Like, I just feel like, we need to have the conversations and then we need to follow through. Uh, and I also, um, cause I was telling my, my friends, um, my, one of my homeboys had two uh, family members who died of COVID. Um, and I told him that he needs to, I've been telling him to go to therapy and um, he wasn't going. And now I, I'm telling him to go now, but I was telling him that, Therapy doesn't work. It's not like a, a one and done. Mm -hmm. It's not something you could just walk into and then like you're cool the next day. Mm -hmm. Like it's something that you constantly have to work on. So even if you're not dealing with anything right now, it would be nice for you to at least start therapy um, because you never know when it may help you. But it's not, it's not going to take one or two sessions or whatever. It's going to take a minute for it to start working for it to for you to grow some trust 
enough for you to open up, enough for you to realize certain things. So even if you're not going through anything right now, you're like, no, I'm fine. I'm not, I'm not depressed or anything like that. Still, it's still good to go to therapy because you may end up in a spot where you may need coping, like healthy coping mechanisms or right. you need to know where certain things are coming from and stuff like that. And Prevention I, is important. Yeah. So definitely, um, even if you guys are not going through anything right now, go to therapy. And yeah. I, tr I try to keep people accountable. I'm still trying to keep uh, Jay. Jay, you still need to go to therapy. I don't know if you're listening right now, um, but I've been told <laughs> you to go. <laughs> and I keep hearing people say they trying, they trying. I'm like, how you trying and you didn't make the appointment? What? Okay. See, I'm not. I, that's funny that you say that because I have a friend right now. She's struggling with this. And, you know, I, I kind of hope she doesn't see this. But um, she, we have this conversation all the time. And she keeps, like, saying, you know, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm looking. The, the trying word. I'm like, your insurance expires like December 31st. You should, you need to use these dollars. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you have, especially if y'all have a job with insurance and it's covering it, like, and it doesn't, you don't, the amount doesn't go with you in January. I'm like, um, please yeah, go see this, this doctor. Like, and she'll, she'll be like, well, I'm looking for a specific person. I'm like, you know what? It's, it's never going to be perfect. It's not going to be the perfect fit of a, of a, of a therapist. Well, in my opinion, it has never been like, oh, magic, you know, this person is great. It's always a learning curve. You know, you have to get used to the person a little bit. So it's like, just, you have to take the jump at somewhere. You can't just keep talking about it. And then like, you never. And never actually do it. Yeah. Right. So that's why I, I kept trying to, I kept trying to tell them. Um, because I, I think it's very important. And every time you tell somebody to go to therapy, they'll tell you that they're, Oh, I don't need it. I'm good. I can talk to you or stuff like that. And then they How do you feel go. the stigma is? Like as for you guys in in, in the states specifically because I know here like in Canada, I know there's still quite a bit of stigma around it. You know, there is it's more open a little bit, but there is a little hesitancy i would say for people to even speak about it if they are going through that so i how was it for you guys you guys still feel like there's a lot of stigma around for it sure. for sure like i it i think the intentions of the month is to alleviate that that stigma like i know a lot of people are just like oh you know just like mental health in general like black people will say that like it's not it's not a black person's problem that's moonblown's problem same thing for haitians like that's a moonblown problem i think people underestimate suicide they underestimate the, you know what it means and what it looks like mm -hmm. and they don't they don't believe it until the person leaves until the person harms themselves and a lot of our haitian elders are depressed yeah they are going through mental health issues, you know, and they don't, and they don't even know it because they weren't taught that verbiage, that language. Like, you know, I know when I spoke to my very Haitian mother about my therapy, she was just like, like, what, why do you need this? Like, what, like, I don't understand. Like she, she could just not compute the reasoning as to why I would want to do this. And it was just like, she, she really just thinks I'm throwing money out the window. She has no understanding as to why this is beneficial. Oh, me. my my mom and my uh, sister 
it's weird because I, I always tell them to go to therapy and they say that they don't they don't need it. I the the way I think I think I think they're the stigma of therapy, I think it's it's a lot of bullshit around it because it's mm-hmm. a lot of people, I guess we're trying to destigmatize mental health in general. So now it's cool to be depressed. Mm-hmm. And I try not to use the word depressed um when I'm sad. Like when I'm when I'm feeling sad or 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 lonely or something like that, I don't use the word depressed because I'm not depressed. And a lot of people are sad and they're using the word depressed. Mm-hmm. And everybody just want to be depressed because you're depressed and then when you tell somebody to go to therapy, they take it as a like a insult. And they also use it as an insult. But then when they're in a space where people are talking about mental health, they say, oh, yeah, therapy is important. People should go to therapy. But you use it as an insult. You take it as an insult and you don't go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what's what's usually uh, that's usually what goes on here. So I don't know. I don't. uh that's why I try to get everybody to go, even when it's a happy mood and nobody's like upset and stuff like that. I'd be like, yo, you know, you should go to therapy and stuff like that. And then there's a, there's also the other people who feel like therapy is people telling you what to do. And it's not, it's not at all. I tell people all the time, like, yo, yo, I've been in therapy for the longest and I talk my shit. And then I found, I was like, yo, Charlemagne go to therapy for years and he didn't get more PC or nothing. That nigga get more reckless every time he come. He come from fucking therapy, so it's not it's not somebody telling you what to do, and it has nothing to do with with uh, I guess I guess they they have like this weird this weird thought about about therapy. I guess based on like TV and stuff like that. But they, they think it's like for, for, for crazy people, quote unquote, or there must be something wrong with you per se. And I'm newsflash guys, something wrong with all of us. But I digress. In in terms of prevention, it's a tool. It's like you're gonna go to the doctor, you're gonna do your checkup or whatever, make sure things are good. You know, as women, you're you know, you're gonna go get your little pap test, you're gonna do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. This is a preventive measure. You're gonna have a doctor for everything else, but not, you know, your mental. Uh, you should. And you know, I'm gonna get on my soapbox a little bit. Black people, we need to go to the doctors. We really, we really yeah. do. Like in ju- just all doctors, like for your mind, physical as well. You know, it's very important. We like to avoid these things. We don't like right. to do the regular. You know, white people will be like, uh, every day at the office, I got a doctor's appointment. I have a dentist appointment. I have this appointment. Do you all book your appointments? Book, use your insurance. Go use it. Use your um therapy dollars. Use your dollars for if you need to go to the physiotherapist. Mm-hmm. You got that ache. Don't wait for it to become like, you know, a hindrance to your life. You know why you can't walk in them shoes? It's because you need to go see a physiotherapist. You need to go see a chiropractor. Um, we like to avoid things. Like, I don't know why we do that. It's just like, like I have so many people in my life that could have avoided serious illnesses if they would have if just gone to a doctor. That makes sense. And I'll be telling people, I'm like, yo, therapy only works if you pay for it. So stop going to Shirley. Um, and thinking Shirley just about to uh, therapize you through the DM. Yeah, everything's gonna be fine. People love like. Um, Hi Shirley, I was hoping that you could give me some. No. 
<laughs> yeah, but what you call it? Shirley give advice on the podcast, but she's like, this is not, this is not professional advice at all whatsoever. Mm. No. It's, and, and like I keep telling y'all, like your therapist don't be giving you advice. Your therapist don't get, they, they help you cope with certain things. They give you different, different options and stuff like that, but. And, and they kind friend, of make things clearer to you. They they yes. just kind of like bring up to the surface what, not what you've known, but kind of they help remove the clutter. Yeah, so you and your it. your parents give you advice. Your friends give you advice. These people give you advice. That people give you advice. Like, why would you pay somebody to give you advice when there's free advice? If you wanted advice, advice is everywhere. It's not it's not the same. So you can hit up Shirley for advice. But I'm sure the way that Shirley is going to give you advice is not the same way that she would be talking. And that's why half the time on this podcast, she says, As, in my this view, in my what you call it, in my personal view, it's <laughs> in my professional view, I feel like that because that's two different things. So Absolutely. if you come to Shirley as a friend, she's going to give you different advice than if you were supposed right. to like right. be in actual therapy because it's, it's two completely different things. As it should be. As it should be. Yep. Um, so I wanted to give the um some resources. Um, look, these are in sentences, full sentences. I could just oh read. Oh my god! <laughs> if you or someone you know is is in an emergency, call nine one one or your state's local police department immediately. If you are in a crisis or are experiencing difficulty, difficult or suicidal thoughts, call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-TALK, which is 8255. If you're uncomfortable talking on the phone, you can also text NAMI to 741-741 to be connected to a free trained crisis counselor on the crisis text line. Uh, and then we'll link the international suicide hotlines in the description of the YouTube video. Um, and then, oh, there's a suicide safe app. Mm -hmm. Quickly access and share information, including crisis lines, fact sheets, educational opportunities, and treatment resources. Oh, I didn't know there was an app. That makes sense. They should have an app. Let's go. Could you text 911? I'm just random question. You can't. You can't, yeah, I don't know. So a, a great I suggestion. You should be able to. A great suggestion is not to call 911 because there has been a lot of misidentification when it comes to calling the actual sheriff or the police. Like mm. they treat right. people with mental illness like they are criminals. And if you're black, they treat you even worse. So uh Therapist yeah, side, Montreal knows that very right. well. Right. So, um, therapist side, I don't. I I know that nine one one is the quickest way to get to people. It's just they're not the best people for mental health concerns. Like you shouldn't be putting, for example, example uh, Elijah when he was arrested by cops, and he they have no idea what autism is, and they're assuming you know he was lying because he was an adult, and they didn't think that autism existed in adults, and so they made stupid decisions, also racially motivated. Um, and so you have people who have no mental health training, who don't understand what mental health is coming to someone for rescue and immediately labeling them as criminals. So I suggest 
calling your local police department. Local police departments don't err on the side of let me arrest you. They err on the side of let me help you, Baker act you or get you into the right place that you need to be. The other side, 911, they send out the, the most available sheriff, the most available whoever, and they send them out your way. And that's where the problem comes in. Right. Okay. All right. Well, so we had an uncut gem this week. Oh, and, and did you also have questions? Because I saw you post questions on um my Instagram. On, yeah. That was it. That's the uncut advice. Okay. All <laughs> right. So ways to honor your inner your inner child or heal from childhood trauma. Okay. That's the question we gon we answer it. Yeah. yeah. Talk to her. Let her, uh, you know, give her space. Mm -hmm. Allow her to have space. You don't don't shut her up. You know, your inner child will often come back and talk to you. You'll often see those memories show up in various ways in your life, and we tend to shut it out or shut it off. You know, you can respond to her in kindness or however you would have wanted someone to speak to her. Or him, or they. Before. Um, I think a a good way to heal from a childhood trauma is to kind of definitely therapy, so that you can you can kind of let go of the things that have hurt you. Mm -hmm. Um, because some sometimes we're still going through traumas because we're reliving it. Mm. Um, so if we can if we can accept it and kind of let it go and see it more of something that's happened in the past that you're in a different place now as opposed to continuously living in that moment, um, that's a good way to heal. Mm. Um, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. I think you guys really do a great job of just like when you, Nikki mentioned talking to yourself. Um, I think when we're, when we have to honor our inner child, we have to first think about giving ourselves grace. Um, someone tweeted something today where they said um, people are holding on to things, holding on to, to goals that they set as a child not even realizing that they didn't know what it was like to be an adult yet, right? So the same thing with your your child, your the childhood you, you didn't know it was trauma. You didn't know that it was something that was going to cause you so much harm in the present, right? So give that inner child some grace and tell that inner child that you need to heal. Like we we have to we have to let this go because we didn't think that we would get to this point. So let's try to let's try to deal with it. I always suggest anyone who has any kind of trauma, any like any when it comes, this is specifically for a breakup. So rumination, um, childhood trauma, adult trauma, and anything related to sexual trauma in the present day. So if you were an adult and you had sexual trauma in the present, I always suggest you guys to write letters. Write a letter. You, you more than likely will probably not talk to the person that caused you the harm. And if you can, the letter will be super helpful. 
write a letter to your inner child. Tell good sis, I'm proud of you. You don't know it, but everything you went through got you to be X today. Um, you made it through. You survived. You did this. If you have to, to you know, talk to that that inner self, that that childhood self, and say to her or him, let's talk about him as well. Say to her or him, "Hey, all of the things happen in your life. They're pretty shitty, but you've done great so far." And it just depends on like where you are in life. You can tell your inner self the things that they've accomplished and how they look past their trauma to heal. Love it. All right. Whew. This was dope. So, Jay, I don't know if you're listening. If you're listening, do you have any on codes? Um, and while he's doing that, doing if he's listening, um, on repeat. So we have a sick segment um called On Repeat, and it is um the songs that we have been listening to on repeat. Uh, for the past week. Um, do you have any songs that you have been listening to on repeat this week? Nikki? Uh, well, I gotta go first. I can um, go first. You, yeah, please go first. <laughs> I can go first. I can, I can go first. I can go first. Um, so I created this playlist called Café à Um, And I'm gonna show it to you guys. This girl... Who lives in Cafe Okay. So this girl who lives in Seychelles, she's she's studying abroad in Seychelles. Mm. She sent me this coupe clue. Um oh, not the vinyl, not the original. Vinyl, two of them. So I've been in my house just jamming. You know, I grew up with my grandparents. So I only heard Tropicana Daiti, Kupikue, like yeah. it was always old school music, just reminded me. I had this little pink radio when I was in Haiti. Um, I had once tweeted on Twitter that I actually lived in Haiti and people were mind blown. They're like, what? And I was like, yeah, child, I lived in Haiti for like six months and then I came back home. But um, I was there for a very long time. So I had to keep myself entertained because we didn't have power. And I had this little pink radio and I would listen to this song over and over, like this entire album over and over again. So this is on repeat. You know, we are a Haitian American led podcast. So it makes sense. <laughs> and you have you you have the, the thing, right? The vinyl. The yeah, the vinyl player. Do you if you if you spin it backwards, that is does it rewind? I've never actually done it because I'm afraid of scratching the record. But is it? Is it? I know with the real ones, like uh, one of my friends, he's like one of those like vinyl purists or whatever, and he'll like explain it to me, and I don't get it. But he'll like show me like if you move it a certain way, like you can, you can kind of rewind the song, fast forward the song, and it's like he's like, and it's like it's never perfect. That's what makes vinyl so great. You never get it perfect. I'm like, all right, bro. I'm gonna look into it because. I definitely bought what was affordable for me at the time, but I've been on like a vinyl, the the record player itself. I've been on a, a like, I feel like that's like, you know, every person eventually in their life, they collect certain things. Yeah. I feel like vinyls are going to become my collection items. So I'm going to learn more about them. I'm going to actually create like- You got money, player. girl, because those are expensive. Yeah, they're like $500. Like the one it's that I actually- Big money shirts. You know big money shirts. <laughs> 
Huh? Yeah. Wait a minute. Once I get this grant and I flip it, sure. Until then. Until then. Well, that's a that's a good um, repeat. Um, I'm like, I, if anybody that knows me, I'm very like old school R&B soul type of thing. So usually I'm up to date with music when I'm doing breakdown to lowdown. Obviously, it's a R&B review show, and I need to know what's current. However, right now we're on break. We're on break for the last three weeks, coming back early October. So I've been back in my bag of not knowing what's going on uh, in the world. <laughs> so I've been listening. It's like I'm kind of embarrassed not to say I've been listening to a lot of the Four Tops, um, Diana Ross, um, and oh, but there is there's a specific compas song I keep replaying. Im souhaitais danser zingle. Yo, this song I don't know why. Like it's been on repeat. Uh, and oh, actually, I really did enjoy. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the the encore on BET. But they had a, a group that formed out of that show called Blueprint, and I've been listening to their their uh, EP back to back. If if any R and B fans, I would suggest the EP because it's really good. What is it? Uh, I don't know. Blueprint EP. I think it's just oh, called Blueprint. He's about Jay Z. No, 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 no. It's it's they're like army Blueprint without an E. B L U. It's P R I N T. It's uh, Shamari from Black. Keely from 3LW. Oh my gosh. And wow. the two Cherish twins. That's right. I saw that somewhere. I saw that somewhere. Yeah, it was a it was a show on BT um by Carlos King where like these former girls from R and B groups came together and make a super group. It was supposed to be nine, but y'all know how women are. By the end of the show, it's like four of them. Um but you know they stuck; those four stuck it out and made an EP, and it's actually really enjoyable. Like you know, I thought it was. Oh, cool it's thing. Nivea. Okay. Okay. Nivea didn't make it to the. Well, I don't want to spoil. Like obviously, oh. no spoil. Make it to well, Nivea was like, like Nivea. I felt like it was like me in the situation. She. I think I remember the show. She couldn't why, handle all the bakery. And she. Why did like, they think Aubrey was gonna stay? Oh, Aubrey. Aubrey was here for not for the right reason. Yes, for the right reason. Not for the right reasons. The show was messy as hell. I loved it, but the music actually um well, turned out well. Yeah, it was it was very messy. Um, but yeah, also you know I don't know if y'all been listening to Donda or CLB, but um, oh, definitely CLB is my shit. Really, because I actually think Donda has more replayability value. I, I, found... I still haven't listened to Donda. That's crazy. I'm I not think... a music. I, I I can I can say I'm one of when people are discussing music and they be like, oh, the average listener isn't looking for da 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 da. They talk about me. They just got to <laughs> that. Yeah, that you're the okay. They got that makes sense. Me. If then it don't come, is great. Yeah. If it crazy. don't come across my my recommendation, I probably not gonna hear it. I'm not looking for albums. I don't listen to albums front to back or whatever. Okay. Like in general, I don't listen to, to stuff like that. So, because I usually listen to Confa and they be in mixes. I'm quite the opposite. Yes, I, I listen to everything and I analyze everything. So, oh, see, I don't do that. I only know the lyrics. <laughs> but um, I my song that's been on um repeat. I've been listening to a lot of of R and B lately, um, and that's because I'm tired of misogyny. Like that shit. <laughs> it's really getting to me lately. So when niggas start talking about something, yeah, bitches in my house. Yeah, I got a bunch of bitches. Yeah, fuck that hoe. Like I'm, I'm tired. 
Like, I'm tired of it. Um, so um, the song that I've had on repeat is "Nobody But Nobody But You" by Sonder and Georgia Smith. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's what's been on mine. I've tried. Um, and then what you call it? I can't even damn app without uh seeing what's her face's new uh song. What's her face? Uh, Chloe. Oh, booty oh, so big. Yeah. Lord, have mercy. Oh, I can't open oh. nothing without seeing it. <laughs> I mean, that shout out to the marketing team. Yeah. yeah, finally it's out because what you call it? It was already doing too much on social media on um TikTok. I heard, yeah, I heard it was all over TikTok for the longest. Good thing oh. I I haven't yet, you know, this is a, an admission, but I haven't yet subscribed to the, the crack that is TikTok because everybody has told me it is very addictive. I have to use it for work, but I don't have my own account. And I feel like if I did, I would definitely be like all of my friends just right up in the phone. So I was like, I'm not ready for, I'm not ready for my life to be taken over by TikTok yet. Not mm -hmm. ready. Oh, man. Eventually I know I will, but. It's fine. You follow me, follow me first. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're gonna be my first follow. <laughs> Cause I got me 10k. Yo, so I was about to make a, a video about the 10k thing, but I was I was busy making cups. But uh, <laughs> so I had my friend. Um, my friend's birthday was what last week, so I have his balloons. So the thought balloons. <laughs> so I was gonna say, oh, thank you guys for 10k followers, but the balloons say 25. <laughs> Get 25k because you're gonna get there oh so. yeah yeah uh, so maybe i should just pre-record it now yes manifest i should pre-record that makes sense manifest. you got it sis of, of course of course i got it i'm a celebrity now <laughs> where's my blue check <laughs> <laughs> give my good sis a check please where's my where's my blue check what where's the where's the gang of people trying to trying to cancel me because <laughs> you're not nobody until they trying to cancel you. Oh, and and they start playing shit backwards. Oh, they started playing Chloe uh, Bailey song backwards, and they talking about some. Look I'm in the middle of the in the middle of the performance, she called upon the uh, she transformed into the demon. I'm very tired of dealing. With that. <laughs> I'm, I'm exhausted. Like, <laughs> like what the fuck do y'all want? Like, oh, are, are you not bored? Y'all saw ASAP Rocky, uh, ASAP Rocky looking like Fruity Pebbles on the on the. <laughs> yeah, I I was like, okay, I you know what? I can't speak in things that's out of my tax bracket. I could never make it to the Met, so I can't talk shit. That those Don't Fruity Pebbles probably cost more than my apartment car note. Anything in here? The blanket? The I don't blanket. care what it costs, but he came ready to Netflix and Met Gala show. Like I don't. <laughs> he came, oh, yo! He came to the Met Gala ready to Netflix and chill. That's yes. Oh, him and Rihanna. To be honest with you, like I. And then Kiki Palmer posted that. Food. And that man, that man said Kiki Palmer should never post my food. Um, Karen Silver actually said it's the same man that cooked the um, the Haitian Jumu <laughs> pumpkin soup. Uh -huh. It's the same chef. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, which one? What are you talking about? This the uh, New Year's Eve, New Jump Premier Janvier. This guy. Oh, the one that said that it was Jumu, but it wasn't. We were like, "What the fuck?" We put peanuts in the soup, Jumu. We don't do that here. 
That was that was that was a chef. You that was offensive. It. it was offensive. You can't get it. Damn. First Soup Jumu, now the Met Gala, sir. Sure. Uh, this, well, what you call that? Met Gala was a mess, but I surely say, you know, it's outside of my ties. Damn. You see what you did, Sarah? Guess what they did now? Well, I, did. I don't know if you can see it, but it says you can now add swipe up links as stickers. I ain't have that two seconds ago. Listen, I saw somebody well, post a link. Now. I saw somebody post a link and I was like, oh, it's over. It's mm -hmm. over for y'all. The swipe up, the swipe up era is over. But damn, she posted that fool. I was dying laughing. I'm like, yo, I'm waiting for people to tell her, oh, she needs to talk to the she needs to talk to the chef uh, directly and quietly. She ain't have to post it in public. Like when we posted the food. Mm -hmm. mm. They tried it. Since Jay doesn't have an encode for today, we are going to go on to a final words. I see you got a final words in here, sis. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so this was inspired by... Um, I went to brunch. I went to brunch, and while I was on live at brunch because I went by myself... There was a, a random man came and sat at my table and then my phone overheated and we ended up like talking. So um, he wasn't bald with a beard, but we were talking about uh, <laughs> niggas that went bald and they got a beard and it works. So any niggas that's holding on to their hairline, I plead with you, grow a beard and let it go. But some of them, some of them can't grow the beard, and that's the sad part. If you can't grow the beard, then you're just gonna have to do the little spray paint thing or whatever. But if you can grow <laughs> the beard, y'all ain't see Fat Joe's spraying it line at the first. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Oh, that man was so washed. I saw it on the I saw it on the um on the IG live when he was apologizing to Lil Mo. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Did he draw it? It yeah. looked like he. If, yeah, but mm. if 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 you can grow the beard, if you can grow, and I feel like that Joe is um rich enough to to, to buy the, a beard, the beard lace front. Yes, get you a lace front. You have to be rich for a beard lace front, even if you can't grow it. Just get you a beard lace. But front. he got enough to have somebody put it on for him every nice. morning. You know what I'm saying? Or freshen it up or some shit. He ain't had to do all that. But that's okay. not an expense I want to do. Tory Lanez is a millionaire. He's still holding on to that hairline. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's karma because he's over here shooting black women. So he's never going to have a hairline. <laughs> same as, same as LeBron. LeBron holding on to that hairline for dear life. Like, oh, LeBron done got it reconstructed. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why he, he he has a beard. I don't understand why he don't just shave it off. That man that man went through became the spokesperson for pills for hairline restore restoration. <laughs> hairline restoration. Yo, <laughs> that, that man done did everything in that hairline. That that, at one point, it was like, now you see it, now you don't. It was there, it wasn't there. It was there, it wasn't right. there. Was like, Sir. Yeah. Him, Stevie Wonder, Tory Lanez, they need to let it go. Stevie, whoever's around him, all them children, nobody's a, they fake as hell. They should have go, let <laughs> it go. Can't Yo. hold it back any. But no, I love me a a a bald and beard ass nigga. Like mm. just let it go if you can have the beard. If you can't do the beard, then I don't know what to tell you. Then you just need to pray to God, cause 
he got something else for you. He got something else in the plans for you. That I don't know. <laughs> um, any, any final words? Final words. Um, well, first on that beer thing, I watched a show called Married at First. I don't know if you guys watch it, but there's there's a lady this season that she specifically asked for nobody that was, you know, bald. Uh, and she had to have the person have a beard. Of course, they matched her with somebody who was bald and had no beard. But she and, and her reasoning was, you know, bald heads distract me. And I remember thinking, I was like, you know, they are a little bit distracting. Like it is, there's a little bit of a glare, you know. And, you know Side note, but <laughs> it's a little bit of a glare. I'm not, I mean, um, but final thoughts I would like to, or word, because sorry, I got confused because on Breakdown Slowdown, we do final thoughts. But the final word, I would definitely say as adults, as grown people, we don't need to be subbing people out here. You know what I mean? If you have something to say at me, uh, or call my phone, let's have a conversation. I think. Um, it's a lot of people out here holding in feelings when, you know, that just doesn't do you any good because you're just living with resentment over a person. Just have the conversation. If the person is somebody, that, you know, supposed to be in your life, they're going to be receptive to it. If they're not, then deuces. It was meant for them to be out anyways. But don't be scared to have conversations with people. That's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, my final words are... Um, Karen, Sybil, Jesse, y'all gotta stop this fight, dog. Y'all could get y'all coins, dog. But Karen, Sybil, you know, you still want to be my friend. <clears throat> I'll text you, girl. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be friends, girl. I you know Haitian women empowerment. <laughs> Hello. Listen, Love I feel it. I feel Jesse. I've seen a whole bunch. I know half of these Haitian women empowerment things are are full of women who don't empower patients. They're not empowering. They are so they're true. empowered already empowered women. That's what it is. That's what it is. Ooh. <laughs> and I and I and I love it when, you know, some real bad Haitian bitches can link up because that's that's an important thing. I, I would what well, I'm gonna well I already have Shirley on Instagram, but I'll add you Sarah because I don't, you know, this is my first time meeting you, but you're very colorful. Oh, thank you. A lot of people don't like that about me. Really? <laughs> I thought it was great. Oh, what? Like, this what? is a great dynamic that y'all have. Is it always just y'all two? or? I mean, now it is. So cause... far. Yeah. Or okay. <laughs> okay. now. Right. Oh, did we? Okay. All right. Uh, So Tell where can the people find you? you? Oh, Nikki? me. Yeah. Um, yes. So you guys can follow me on social media everywhere at Nikki Music at N I C K Y M U S I Q U E. The music is spelled in French. Um, and also breakdown to lowdown weekly. Breakdown the number two lowdown. We review new and recent R and B tracks, and we also dissect urban pop culture. And you know, stay tuned for some music coming soon. And yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. You can listen to us co uncut on uh. You can watch us on YouTube and Facebook. You can listen to us on iHeart, Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. Please like, comment, subscribe, share it with a friend, share it with a side nigga, share it with the the your, your sneaky baby, baby mama. mama that yeah. your girlfriend don't know that you have. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, just share it in the locker room while you guys are all cheating. 
you know, mm-hmm. share you with her with your DL. If you gay, nobody knows about your little sneaky DL. Your Jesus. DL baby daddy, the one that you know come over and you know what it mm-hmm. is. Share it in the courtroom, Karen Silva. Karen. Karen, <laughs> girl. Follow us at co underscore uncut on Instagram and Twitter. Um, and you can follow me directly at Sorak Obama305 on everything, even on TikTok where I got 10K. Period. Follow me at Shirley Gore underscore. I'm going to be on TV on Saturday on the CW. Where are you going? Oh, I saw you tweet that. What is that? Um, it's a show called The Connect Show. And uh, how do I? I mm, it's a show where they talk about business, <laughs> I guess. There's um, on the CW Austin, and then the CW. There's like mini versions of CW. Um, there's the two mini versions, and then Fox News of some sort. So you can catch me there talking about my business. Um, yeah, it's the most that I could talk about. Um, so yeah, I'll be on TV. About the, we about to run. And you can catch me. You can catch me in a in a uh uh Haitian music video. I did my um New Year's Jeez. resolution. Finally. I got my New Year's resolution. I'm in a compa video. It's hey. it's a done deal. You know what I'm saying? I'm a celebrity hey. now. You know what I'm saying? So if anybody I right. would be like since when I grow up, the price, the price going up. The price going up. Uh, you know the prices hey. that you saw yesterday is not the same yes. today. Yesterday's price is not today's. I gotta come up with the name for my hive now. Like I'm waiting on my blue check. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, and then follow Jay. Jay's engineering. So he's still here, but he's like in the background. Follow Jay at campaign season, which is campaign S Z N. Is it an underscore? I don't think there's an yeah. underscore. Yeah. All right. And thank you guys for listening. And bye. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, and follow us at CO underscore uncut on social media.